The Holy Gospel according to Matthew chapter 2. Glory to you, O Lord. In the time of King Herod, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem asking, Where is the child who has been born King of the Jews? For we observed his star at its rising and have come to pay him homage. When King Herod heard this, he was frightened, and all Jerusalem with him. And calling together all the chief priests and scribes of the people, he inquired of them where the Messiah was to be born. They told him in Bethlehem of Judea, for so it has been written by the prophet, And you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah, for from you shall come a ruler who is to shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod secretly called for the wise men and learned from them the exact time when the star had appeared. Then he sent them to Bethlehem, saying, Go and search diligently for the child, and when you have found him, bring me word, so that I also may go and pay him homage. When they had heard the king, they set out, and there ahead of them went the star that they had seen at its rising, until it stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw that the star had stopped, they were overwhelmed with joy, and entering the house, they saw the child with Mary his mother, and they knelt down and paid him homage. Then opening the treasure chests, they offered him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And having been warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they left for their own country by another road. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Well, hello, 2021. We have so been looking forward to meeting you. Unfortunately, your predecessor did not clean up all of their mess before turning things over to you, so you've got some tough hands to play early on. But you are nevertheless a gift from God. May God bless you, 2021. And may we, guided by God and listening to God, which is to say listening to love and hope rather than listening to hate and fear, which unfortunately is something your predecessor convinced too many of us to do. May we, 2021, in faith, hope, and love do well by you and by one another. Today, as Pam mentioned, a little early because we wanted to do this on a Sunday rather than on the official day, January 6th, which is this coming Wednesday. Today, on this first Sunday of 2021, we celebrate the epiphany of our Lord. And in so doing, we turn to begin the church's 2021 epiphany season, which will take us all the way to Lent and its turn to the cross. Epiphany is what some refer to as one of the church's accordions, accordion seasons, because it varies in length depending on when Easter is. If Easter is early, Epiphany is shorter. If Easter is late, Epiphany is longer. But the Epiphany that kicks it all off every year is the Epiphany scene in that everybody knows it story of the three wise men. Another word for Epiphany is manifestation. Hold that thought. 
In the shipping industry, there's something called a manifest, which lists every bit of cargo and every passenger and every crew member on, for example, a ship or a plane. And so a customs official, for example, if they're looking at the manifest, can see what and who are on the ship or the plane because it's, they can see it. It's right there on the manifest, spelled out for them. In the church's epiphany, or manifestation season, we consider what some, and then others, and then others, in some cases very suddenly, began to see. Because like light shining in the dark, it was right there spelled out for them and for us in the flesh and blood of Jesus. Mary and Joseph's son, who, Epiphany will spell out for us more than once, was also, is also, Son of God. What else can you now see? Epiphany will ask us, now that you see that. What can you see now that you see him? The light with which the Epiphany season begins is the light of that star, which, as everyone knows, was seen and followed by the three wise men. Although, to be honest, even though everybody does know the story, in fact, we don't know for sure whether there were actually three of them, because it doesn't actually say that. What it does say later in the story is that they brought three gifts gold and frankincense and myrrh. And so assuming each of them brought a gift, the assumption and then the tradition became that there were three of them. We also, despite the fact that everybody does know the story, don't know for sure where they're from. Matthew just says they were from east of here, which narrows it down not much at all, because if you're in Jerusalem or Bethlehem, east of here includes pretty much all of central and southern Asia. There's a narrow it down quite a bit clue, though, in the Greek, the word which our NSRSV translates here as wise men. The word is magoi, or translated, transliterated into English, it's become magi. Not all that far east of the Holy Land back then was Persia, now Iran. And the religion of the Persians back then was also one of the major religions in the whole world, and it was called Zoroastrianism, that name coming from the fact that Zoroastrians followed the teachings of a prophet named Zoroaster. Zoroastrian priests were called, wait for it, Magoi, Magi. By the way, it wasn't only males. Females, too, served as Zoroastrian magi, which is to say that not only do we not know for sure that there were exactly three wise men, we don't actually know for sure whether or not they were any of them or all of them actually men. We do know that Zoroastrians were monotheistic. They believed there is one, one and only one God. Zoroastrians also believed that the prophet Zoroaster was, wait for it, they believed that Zoroaster was miraculously conceived in the womb of a 15-year-old Persian virgin. 
And also that, like Jesus, Zoroaster started his ministry at the age of 30, after, like Jesus, defeating temptation by Satan. Zoroaster then prophesied that other virgins would conceive additional divinely appointed prophets as history unfolded. And Zoroastrian priests were taught to and believed that they could foretell these miraculous births by reading the stars. Zoroastrian priests believed too that one day the stars would announce the birth of the Savior for whom they like the Jews, were waiting. How's this for an epiphany? Something made manifest today because it is written for all to see in the flesh of that child. Jesus did not come as Savior in answer to the deepest hopes and needs of a people, the Jews. Jesus came as Savior in answer to the deepest hopes and needs of all people, Jews and Gentiles, which is to say Jews and Zoroastrians and us. Oh, if only. If only. If only Jews and Zoroastrians, which is to say Persians, which is to say Iranians, and all, and us, would only, with the Magi, see and walk toward and walk with the light instead of the dark. The Magi, the wise men or women, the kings, as they're sometimes called, came looking for that long-awaited newborn king who they believed would at long last usher in a new kingdom. But first they met the old king, Herod the Great, who was a ruthlessly evil and dangerously paranoid man who immediately heard their tidings of good news and great joy as a threat to him, which, as I believe I mentioned on Christmas Eve, it surely was. For the ways of Bethlehem's king, who would go on by choice to be crowned not on a throne but on a cross, ever will be a threat to the powerful, whose grasp on power is the grasp of anything other than the grasp of love for God and love for others. Unfortunately, too many people of faith these days, including too many who identify as Christians actually worship, it seems to me, and follow, it seems to me, not the ways of the new king, but rather the ways of the old ones, as they seek to marry the hopes and dreams of all the years to the ways and means and machinations of our world's Herods. Someone I read put that kind of similar thing this way. She said, we're living through a time when many people seem to wish that the power of God would be more like the power of Herod. It's a time when people see more and more bad guys around us and are willing to embrace bad guys if they'll keep them from us. But when churches or human beings try to wield God's power as though it were a bully club instead of a handful of seeds, a baby, or a cross, we end up with things like crusades and inquisitions. The story of the Epiphany and all of the Christmas story 
is the beginning of a long story about how God uses power in Jesus not to overpower, but to dwell among us and to love through us. That same thing is true, it seems to me, and let me be clear, that same thing is true when people try to advance God's kingdom and wield God's power by wrapping it in a nation's flag, then inevitably to sell its soul to a nation's political processes. Back to the story, the Magi finally did find their way to the newborn king, although it was apparently sometime after Christmas night, because by the time of their arrival in Bethlehem, Bethlehem had found room for him, not in a manger, but rather, Matthew says, they found him in a house, where rejoicing to see him, they knelt down to worship him, and then, well, unlike us at Christmas, rather than giving gifts then to each other, they gave gifts to, of all people, him. Here's an Epiphany Day reminder. You are reminded and invited to remember for all of 2021 and beyond. That little one, when he grew up, just shortly before he was crowned on that cross, said that you too give gifts to him. You give gifts to him. Every time that you gift the world's little ones and the world's needy ones, with something they need. Correspondingly, of course, he also said this to those who had sold their hopes and dreams and souls to the world's kings. When you ignore the needs of the world and its little ones, as far as he's concerned, your faith, as it were, has become something that ignores him too. Matthew 25. 31 to 46. Speaking of those gifts, the gold and the frankincense and the myrrh, those were expensive gifts. No one knows what happened to them. We do know, we're told in the verses just after these, that soon King Herod would send his troops back to Bethlehem with swords and spears to eliminate the threat that he felt from a newborn king. Warned in a dream, Joseph, before Herod's troops got there, fled with his wife and child to Egypt, where they lived as refugees, possibly for several years, till after Herod died. Maybe the gifts of the Magi were what they lived on. Or who knows, maybe like refugees today trying to get to and then get through borders, including our own, Maybe some of the value of those gifts would need to be spent just to get into Egypt. Don't know. We do know, however, that though there was cash value to the, these gifts they brought, there is also meaning to be valued in these gifts they brought. Though we don't know if that was meaning these Zoroastrian magi personally understood or meaning that's just there for us to understand, but either way, it is definitely there, manifestly, to be understood. Gold. It's what crowns are made of. We are reminded that this child, though he left his throne above, and though he skipped the opportunity to be born in a palace, is nevertheless born a king. Frankincense. Incense was used for worship. 
we are reminded this child as king of kings is not just to be obeyed, but worshipped. And myrrh. Myrrh was an embalming spice used to prepare the body of one who had died. We are reminded, even here shortly after his birth, that this king came to earth to die, that we, dying, might live. At least that's what the wise men apparently were wise enough to see when they were led by the star of Bethlehem shining in the heavens to the star of Bethlehem who'd left heaven for them and for us and for all people. And they humbled themselves beside him, worshipped before him, and gave what was theirs to give to him. And then Matthew concludes, warned in a dream of their own not to return to Herod, they left for their own country by another road. Which takes us back to this first Sunday in 2021. We've surely all of us this week have been looking back at 2020 and the roads we traveled through it. What did you learn along the way? What did you learn that was good and therefore would be good to know, good to remember, and good to do going forward? What did you learn, perhaps even the hard way, that would be good to avoid going forward? Because 2021 will, and you too will, be better without it. The light of that star revealed to the Magi who Jesus was. And then in a dream God gave them, they were given a new path. The light of the Christ today comes to reveal who we are. Sinners with a Savior. Graced to be means of grace. Shone upon in order to shine. For even though it is a new year, this world still is the world it still is, which is to say that what it is, is in great need of light. How about this as a dream? That God might well, this Christmas and Epiphany, be desiring to dream into all of us for 2021 and beyond. I want to walk as a child of the light. I want to follow Jesus. God set the stars to give light to the world. The star of my life is Jesus. In him there is no darkness at all. The night and the day are both alike. The Lamb is the light of the city of God. Shine in my heart, Lord Jesus.